The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masichet Sota has been dedicated by our good friends and Talmud, Mr. Haimi and Dina Dana, for the success of their children and especially the Fuashirema Moshe Ben Dina. Today's daf is being studied. The Nishmat Marat Zekinati Yafa Batzara Umur Zekini Yosef Ben Zara Rebbeim Ben Esther Ruach Hashem Tanihem Begin Aiden Amen. This daf is being studied for Hashem Moshe Ben Dina Besara Ruhama Bat Rachel Besara Bat Rachel In the Nefesh Nehem For the Nefesh For the Guf For the Tav Today's daf On the Mid Aleph Amud Rishon And we are on the third line Bo Bayom Darash Rabbi Yosua Ben Orkanos Shelo Abad Iyov we learned in the Mishnah that Ayyov, according to him, served Borei Olam uh, only Me'ahava. How do we know that he served God Me'ahava? Because the Pasuk says, Hen yikteleni lo ayahel. The Pasuk says, Hen yikteleni, that, that uh, Ayyov says, even if God will kill me, lo ayahel. To him, I will anticipate, which means I will still serve him. But then we had another uh, uh, way of learning the Pasuk, lo ayahel lamid alif. With a, with a, with a, means I will not anticipate, which is he only served God mira. So we wrote a third pasuk to, to solve the issue that you have indeed served God mehaba. So comes the Gemara and says, we don't understand the dilemma over here. The pasuk says lo ayahel. So you have a safek if it's supposed to be read lamid vav to you I will anticipate, or is it supposed to be written with lamid aleph? So the Gemara says velehzi hai lo the lo in the pasuk ibe lamid aleph kedim. If it's written with a lamid aleph. Lo, it's lo. I belamid vav ketiv. Lo, if it's lamid vav, it's lo. What a lamid vav, which means just look at the pasuk. What's written over there? What's the dilemma of the uh, Mishnah? So the Gemara says, wait. Vecholecha dichtiv belamid aleph. Lo, well, any time the Torah or the pasuk writes lamid aleph, is it read lamid aleph? Sometimes we have what's called the kariyuchtiv. That means it might be read or written lamid aleph, but you read it with a lamid vav. How do you know? So Gibra says, according to this, Bechol Sarotam Losar. The Pasuk says, Bechol Saratam, in all the troubles of Bnei Yisrael, Lotzar. It's written with a Lamid Aleph, which means what? Lotzar. God does not have pain. As if God does not commiserate with our uh, suffering. If you read it the way it's uh, spelt, it'll say that God is not interested in our suffering. Bechol Sarotam, in all our troubles, Lotzar. He does not. Commiserate. Dikhtib bilamid alif. Haki namid delo. Who are you going to tell me it's written with a lamid alif? Are you going to read it the way it's spelled? Dikhtib bilamid Maybe you'll tell me, yeah. Maybe you read it the way it's spelled. Ba'akitib umalach panam hoshi'am. Can't be because the end of the pasuk says that God's going to send an angel to save them. That shows that God does feel our pain. So therefore you see what? That sometimes the pasuk can be written with a lamid alif as law, which is no, but we read it as a lamid vav, which is. Yes, it is them. So therefore the Pasuk says, Bechol Sarotam Lotzar, even though it's written Lamid Alip, we read it with a Lamid Vav, that what God feels our pain, and the proof is, because He sends an angel to redeem us. Ela Mashmache U Mashmache. You see, it can go either way. So therefore, it's not so simple. Sometimes you read it the way it's. Uh, spelled. Sometimes you read it the way it's supposed to be read in a different way. So therefore, that's why the Gemara Mishnah is sefik. When it's said by Iyov, Hen Yikteleni Lo Ayachel, they want to do you read it like it's spelled Lamid Aleph, or maybe you're supposed to read it with a Lamid Vav, just like in the Pasuk of Bechol Sarotam Notzar. And the Nafkamina is going to be is Did Iyov serve God Meahava or Miratan Yarbimi Romir? Neemar Yire Elohim Beyov. It says that Yov was a Yire Elohim. Neemar Yire Elohim Be Avraham. And it says Avraham Avinu was also Yire Elohim. Ma Yire Elohim Amur Be Avraham Mehaba. Just like Avraham, although the, the pasuk refers to him as Yire Elohim, we know he also served God Mehaba. 
and a ahava, ahavat sakhar, for reward. Here we're talking about a higher level. Ahava, we're doing it ahavat because you want to serve Bole Olam, Neshem Shalom, not for the reward. Ahava because you love Bole Olam. And Yir'ah is Yir'at Tarumimut. Tarumimut means you're fearing God. Not because of the power, because of His greatness, because of His awesomeness, which is a higher which is a higher level. In any event, the Avraham gufemin alan. How do you know that Avraham will serve God? Ahava, dekhtiv zera Avraham ohabi. Right, the seed of Abraham that was the one that loved me. God says, "My ikah ben osim ahavad osimira." What is the difference between someone that serves God, ma'abad someone serves God mira? Ikah, hi, have the following: the Tanya Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar omer gadol aosim ahavad yoter when aosim mira greater is a person that serves God ma'abad than mira. Shezet talud elif door, vezet talud alaf alpayim door. The one that serves God mira his reward lasts for one thousand generations. The one that serves God for ma'abad serves gets reward for two thousand generations. They say the reward of the person is in this world. We're not talking about the olam uh, and netzah. That's a different reward. How do we know? How do we know that the rewards are as such? Because over here it says la'alafim le'ohabai u'shomre misfotai. So it says la'alafim, which means two thousand generations le'ohabai to those that serve me out of ahaba ve'atam ketiv. And we have another person that says u'shomre misfotav le'elev dor. Shomre misfotav is those that have fear. The shmor is always on a uh, uh, on a uh, word of yirah, like it says by the uh, lot says it says shamir, right? Uses the word shamir. That's shamor at Yom That's on the negatives. Means the person that has yirat shemayim will not do any sins. He's scared. He's scared of sins. The person called shomrim is what those that are shomrim is what, which means yirah leeliftor. They get the reward for a thousand generations. The what are you talking about? Hatam nemeketiv leohabav ushomrim mitzvotav leeliftor. On the Elif Dor, Pasukun also mentions the word Le'ohabav. So it sounds like that even though Habav get a thousand generations. So the Gemara says, You got to go what's, what's, what's close to the Pasukin. Which means, in the first Pasuk it says, Le'alafim Le'ohabai. So the word Le'alafim is close to the word Le'ohabai. And then it says, Ushumrim Mitzvotav Le'elif Dor. So the Elif Dor is close to the words of Shomrei and Mitzvotav. So even though both of them are in the same Pasuk, you're analyzing the words that are close to it. If Alafim is close to Abai, and Elif Dor is close to Shomrei and Mitzvotav. There were two students. They were sitting in front of Rava. Had Amar one said, They read, he had a dream, and in the dream he saw the following Pasuk. Which Pasuk? How great is the reward that's destined that you're going to show to your those that fear you? The Hadamar once said, "Ekliyon bechamai." I saw a pasuk in my dream. Vismehu kol chosebach. All those that anticipate you and 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 have trust in you, they'll be happy. The olam yirena. They will sing and praise you forever. The alisu becha, and they'll be happy in you. Ohave shemecha. So actually, he had the word ahava in his dream. So Abba Lehu Tarvaychu Rabbanan Tzadikei Gimure Atun You're both Tzadikim Gimurim Mor Mehaba Mor Mehira The one that had the Pasuk that has Ahava in it you must be serving God the one that had the pasuk of Yirah you must be serving God but indeed both of them are Tzadikin and now we move on to the next Perik Perishishi Perik Mishkinen we begin the Mishnah Mishkinen Ishto okay cases that we are familiar with already almost a person made Kinui to his wife Okay, warned him, don't go with so-and-so. Venistera, and then subsequently, after the kinui, she was nistera, she was secluded with that fellow. Afilu shama me'otha poreya. According to this opinion, even if he hears it from the birds, which means even the, 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 the fact that she was nistera, even if already it's already from the rumors, right? the, the birds are, are talking about it. That's another way of saying it's no, not conclusive with witnesses. That she says, afilu shama me'otha poreya. Even if she hears, she, he hears it from the flying bird, she 
Remember we learned Rabbi Eliezer Shita on the first Amud, Stira lo ba'ya edut. According to him, the Stira you did not need witnesses. Va'afilu Eved, va'afilu Shifchanim. And even in Eved, even in Shifchanim, normally a pasuli edut, he said, are good for the testimony of Stira. Da'ayru namiko fa'poraya. Which is the don't do it in a rumor. De'itkish tetum'ah. De'chuluhu mehemneba. Right, just like by Tumah, where she actually does it. We say that uh, anybody's Ne'eman, because it's coming after a Kinun Nistira. So therefore, to say that she actually did it, we're lenient on what type of testimony we accept. So he said, not only for that, but even for Stira, we accept all sorts of words. Hilkak Ne'esla Alavim, Shkota, Which means, he can take a Tibet Magdash to drink. If he doesn't want to do that, he can send her out with a... Uh, exactly, because if, she, if, if he doesn't want to let her drink, it's his fault. So therefore he has to send her out, but he has to give her a ketubah. So the point of the media is, it is even on a rumor of Porea, that's enough already to say there was a stiday and the process begins. Okay? Comes the image and continues. You'll see what you think about the Vedic Bidah as the Bioshua Omer. If you remember in the Mishnah, he was the Shita that said you need two witnesses as well for the Stira. Just like you need two witnesses to make the Kinui, you need two witnesses that she was Nistira. Unless the Mishnah says, Unless the rumors are so strong that the ladies that are weaving uh, in the moonlight are talking about it, which means it seems like that was like a, like a gossip that's going on wildly and the uncontrollable people are talking about it. the ladies are talking about it at the place where they uh, do their weaving so that's already even though it's not witnesses but it's not nice that she should stay married to such a lady that has such uh, rumors on her look at that she unless you have two witnesses right according to the Yeshua we said you need two witnesses for but when the ladies are talking about it that she's an adulterer or that, that she was nistera and that she wasn't faithful it's not nice, ugly but the guy's going to stay married when they're rumorizing his uh, wife which is once already the ladies are talking even if they take the water's not going to work the room has already ruined, ruined the effect of the water, so there was no choice. And therefore, like we learned above, the Pasuk says, The waters will only work when she's uh, uh, pure, or she's uh, uh, guilty with witnesses only, without, uh, without seeing that she actually did the act. But if there's rumors on her like that, the waters are not So his only option is going to be a choice, divorce up with a... Uh, with a ketubah. Okay, Amar Ed Echad Ani Ra'itiyashinitmit. Okay, let's say one witness comes along and says, I saw that she actually was Nitmit. That she says, Beotastira. She al Pishnaim Edim. Which is, according to the Yeshua, you had two witnesses for the Stira. According to the B, and the Ezra, you had even of Porea. Even nothing. Just, you know, the smallest proof. Even a bad witness. But the point is. Now let's say after the Kinun Yistira, one witness comes along and says, I saw she actually did the act. She did the, committed the sin. Lo aita shota. She would not drink. That she says, Which means, one witness already is believed at that point, because it's coming after circumstantial evidence. There was a Kinun already, there was a Stira. So when one witness comes along and says, she did it, that's it, she doesn't drink. And not only that, she's got to get divorced and she loses her ketubah. It's enough already, even though it's one witness, but it's, it's coming, there's a history behind that one witness. Right? So therefore she loses even the ketubah. Right? Even in Evid, which is an inferior when it's not kosher. Even to posela from her ketubah. Comes the... Um, Gemara Mishnah continues. Now we're going to discuss uh, different ladies that uh, have an animosity towards uh, a certain ter- towards a woman, and therefore they're not going to be neeman, or they'll be neeman only to a certain uh, extent. The Gemara discusses the different ladies that uh, uh, hate each other. Number one, Hamota, a person's uh, mother-in-law, Ubat Hamota, or let's say the mother-in-law has a daughter. Right from a different uh, husband, her co-wife. Right, which is not say that Yibum was made. So there's two wives there. So the co-wives hate each other. 
Yibimta is interesting. That's his brother, her brother-in-law's wife. Or we could say her husband's brother's wife. She's called Yibimta. Why? Because potentially she might be the co-wife with this lady. In the event that her husband uh, dies, so now she falls to the brother, now she's going to be married with this other lady. So even before it happens, she hates her. Because she knows she might have to live with her one day. Right? She might be taking her husband, sharing her husband with her. So she's called uh, Yibimta. Ubat Ba'ala. Bat Ba'ala would be uh, the daughter... Stepdaughter. Right, stepdaughter. Stepdaughter. So therefore also, uh, there's a, an, uh, an animosity. Let's see. Hare Elu Ne'emanot. These ladies over here are Ne'eman when they say that she uh, did the act. Ve'lo nepostam iktubata. But not the posela from ketubah. Which means she's not going to drink. Which means you had a kinu, you had a stilana, one mother-in-law comes along and says she did it. Well, since there is an animosity over there, we have to take our testimony with a grain of salt. So it's enough, we're going to say that what? Divorce. But what not to Matsidi Ketubah. Okay, now let's read the Rashi on these cases over here. Hamota, Ubat Hamota, Vetsarata, Vibimta. Eshet Ahibala. She's explaining the Yibimta case. Eshet Ahibala, the wife. Of her uh, husband's brother. brother. She is also like a, like a co-wife. She also hates her. Why? Because she, uh, she worries that one day this lady might be her co-wife. So Which means, let's say, the daughter of her husband from a different wife. So has a stepdaughter, also has a uh, animosity towards the. But elu hamesh nashim sonot ota. Ubiyibamot ufarishta ma'amai sanulav enam neemanot la mishum edu chilirata. So they're not neeman really t- on the testimony that is uh, against her. Hare elu neemanot la leedut zu. Now why they believed over here? Because already at Torah emina kol edut chiyeshba. Because we even accept the edut of a shifha and an evit. So in a case where you accept inferior edut, you'll accept the testimony of these five ladies that hate her. However, miulo lefosamik tubata. Only that what? That she does not drink. Only to that extent. Good? Okay, comes the Mishnah continues. Okay, we could have made a Kalvahomer. That what? That maybe one witness would not be believed. And we're saying that after Kinu and Sira, one witness is believed. To say that she actually was Nitmea. But we could have made a Kalvahomer the other way. How? Shayabedin. Uma in eduti shona. If the first testimony, eduti shona, over here is referring to stira. Okay? Edishona means the edut of stira. She'en osalta isura. That does not osera conclusively because she still has a chance to, to drink. And still what? Enemit came from Mishnayim. According to the Yushua, you need at least two witnesses. Edut harona, the edut of tum'ah. She osalta isura olam enodit. She not came from Mishnayim. Although most of the final testimony, which is the edut that she actually did it, which is going to say conclusively, certainly you should need at least two witnesses. That would be my potential kavachomer. That's what the pasuk says. Just for the fact that it says kol edut Any any testimony is going to be accepted. You don't have two witnesses. Ela ehad. Which means the ed over there means a set of two witnesses. We don't have a set of two witnesses. Ela, you have one. And what does the pasuk say? That it wasn't done uh, by force. The loaded pasa wasn't done by force. And what does the gemara the pasuk say? So therefore, you see what one witness is going to be enough based on a. Again, I could have made a kadahoma the other way, but based on Gizerat Kadu, I'm going to say that indeed it is, uh, she's Asura even on one witness. Who comes again and says, Kadahoma, the Adut Elishuna, now I'm going to go the other way. Me'ata, Uma in Edut. Acharona, again, Edut Acharona is the one witness. Okay? Edut Acharona by Tumah. I go the other way. If, if Tum'ah, which is Osera conclusively, we get away with one witness. So Edut Stira, that doesn't need Osera conclusively, seemingly, it should be enough with one witness. Oh, we have a rule. When it comes to things that have to do with Arayot, the Patsus is Kimat Sabah, you found in her Ervat Davar. 
That's talking about a, lady, a man that gets divorced. So since he gets divorced because he found in his wife ervat davar. Keyword davar. That's my monetary cases. You need minimum two witnesses. Just like my monetary, it says the word davar. You need two witnesses. Afghan So over here also you need two witnesses. So therefore the two witnesses of stira, according to Amishnah at least, the Gemara is going to change this, but at least according to Amishnah, we learn it from Alpishnaim Edim Yakum Davar. And it says, Kimat Sabah Arvat Davar, Davar Davar. So therefore, you're right. I could have made a Kavah Homet that should only need one witness, but the Davar Davar teaches me that it needs two witnesses. Comes the Gemara and says, Comes the Mishnah and says, Ed Omer Net. We're going to bring now three cases. Okay? Just to, to, to give you the skeleton of the three cases, which is going to be important to the Gemara. The skeleton of the three cases is like this. You're going to have one witness comes along and says, Tema'ah, one witness is going to come along and says, she's not Tema'ah. Case number two is going to be where you have one witness says Tema'ah, and two witnesses says, not Tema'ah. The third case is going to be, two witnesses say Tema'ah, and one witness says, not Tema'ah. Which means, just so you remember the case, it's one, 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 two, two, one, and the order of the Mishnah is, the first ones are always saying Tema'ah, and the second ones are always saying, it's a very important key so you remember the three cases of the Mishnah to be able to go through the Gemara in the proper way. Now let's read it inside. Ed Omer Nitmet. The Ed Omer Lo Nitmet. Again, there was already a Kinui, there was already a Stira. One guy comes to the Beit Dinah and says, she did it. Another guy comes and says, no, she didn't do it. What's the Dinah? Isha Omeret Nitmet. Or let's say you have a lady. A lady comes into the Beit Din as a, as a witness. She says, she did it. Visha omed it, lo nitmet. And then one of the ones says she didn't do it. Haita shota. In that case over there, she indeed drinks. Why? Because as she says on the third line, uki had had. It's one against one. Mm-hmm. So it's a safek. So what's, what do you do when you have a safek? Safek, she drinks. Good. Ehad omed nitmet. One comes along and says nitmet. Ushnaim omrim lo nitmet. And two come along and say, lo nitmet. So the deen over here is, hayta shota. She drinks in that case as well. Now what's the, uh, what's the logic? What's the logic in this case over here? So that she says, the case over here is talking about, where one witness came along and said she did it. Two witnesses come along and say, what are you talking? We were there at the time that you were there. And at that moment that you're testifying that she did it, we didn't see that she did it. So therefore they are coming to negate... Their testimonies. You couldn't have seen it. Not that we were with you there at the place of the Sida. But she didn't do it. We, we saw the same act. Now, we're not saying that she didn't do it after us and maybe she did it also before. We're just saying on oh, what you saw, we're, we're challenging that. So therefore she comes to become a Safek again. We don't know if she did it or not. So therefore, since they negated, it, she's going to drink. Case number three. Shnaim Omrim Nitmet. Two people come and say she did it, and one says she didn't. Lo aita shotana. In that case, she does not drink because already once two says she did it, so it's over. I don't care. We're not going to believe one witness over two witnesses. Two witnesses says she did it. One witness says she didn't. You don't believe one when you have two. So therefore, she is not going to drink. Now we start with the gemara. Uh, we'll go back to these last three cases. Immediately, gemara begins. We learned in the Mishnah. What was the source? How do you know stira? Sorry. How do you know? How do you know stira? You need two witnesses. So we brought a gezera shavah davar davar. So the Gemara says, "What are you talking about?" Hai Talmud Lomar Is that the source? Talmud Lomar ba, which means Adraba. We learned it from a different pasuk. The pasuk is ve'ed and ba, which means you don't have two witnesses. In this. So we said two witnesses you need in Kinui, and two witnesses you need in Stira. But you don't need two witnesses in Tum'ah. We learned it from the word Ba. Because it says, the word Ba, Ba Velo Bikinui. Which means, two witnesses, uh, one witness will be good, but not in the Kinui. Ba Velo Bistira. Right? Two witnesses uh, uh, you need for Stira, but not for Tum'ah. So therefore the, 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 the source of, two witness, of one witness for Tum'ah, sorry. The source of two witnesses for stira is from the word ba. Because we're going to say, ve'ed and ba. Which means you don't need two witnesses for tum'ah. But you're going to need two witnesses for kinui, and you're going to need two witnesses for stira. So what do you bring me this davar davar, Gezerah uh, Shabbat? Right? 
which means to metameha one will be believed, but not for tinuin, not for sira. So the Gemara says, right? We need it for that. So the Gemara says, you're right. Tamud Omar ba. You're right. Really, the Mishnah should said like this. The source is from the word ed and ba. Ba velo bekinui. Meaning, one witness will believe to metameha, but not for kinui. Ba velo bestila. Vetumah bealma belo kinui ublusti ublostila delo meheman ed echad minalan. Neemar kah davar neeman alan davar ma alan b'shne adim afkam b'shne adim. But the Mishnah was coming to bring davar davar is for a regular case. How do you know regularly? Without a kinwa, without a sila. One guy surfaces and says that this lady over here committed the uh, zlut. How do you know he's not believed? Which means, in a kinwa, after a kinwa and a we have a pasuk that teaches us one witness is enough. And for stira itself, we have a derasha from Ba to teach me that for tum'ah, one is believed, but not for stira, you need two. So what's the davad davad coming to teach me? In a regular case, without kinwa and a guy surfaces comes up and says, I testify that she committed zlut, not believed. How do you know one witness is not believed in the, in the regular case of tum'ah that was not preceded with uh, kinwa and stira? Tamudomah, davad davad. All testimony you need to have. Two witnesses. So therefore there's three cases in the Mishnah. There's a stira case, that's from the word Ba. There's the regular Tum'ah case, that's from Ed and Ba. That teaches me even one witness is going to be enough. And then you have a regular case out of the Sotah. It's the regular guy coming and saying that she's Tum'ah. That already know from Davar Davar that you need two witnesses. Comes the Gemara and continues. Ed Omer Nitmet. Okay, so we said like this. One witness says she did it. One witness says she didn't do it. Right? It's one against one. It's only because what he's being mukhash. He's being contradicted. It's one against one. But if there was nobody that was coming to argue with him, one witness is enough to say that she is temah that she will not drink and she lose her. Ketubah. How do you know that one witness is believed? Okay, this is the that we had earlier. We're going to review it now. This is from a Tum'ah. Okay? That they're coming to say. So she does not have a witness. When it says the word Eid, it means she doesn't have two witnesses. Unless she must have one. Well, maybe when it says Eid, it means one witness. Meaning it's saying that she doesn't even have... One witness, Tamud Omar, Lo Yakum Ed Echad Beish. Pasuk comes along and says that you cannot have one witness testify. What does the Pasuk have to say, Ed Echad? Ed we know is one. What does it have to specify, Echad? What does it have to say, Echad? Which means we have a rule now. We're learning a new rule. Anytime the Torah says the word Ed, Ed is two. Ed means testimony. Testimony to, unless the Torah specifies and says Ehad. But Stam Ed is two. Because that's what the Torah says. Lo Yakum Ed Ehad. Because if it just would have said Ed, Ed would mean two. That's why I said Ed Ehad. So now we understand what the Pasuk says. Vamarachmana Tre Letba. Elahad. Pasuk says what? She doesn't have two witnesses. What does she have? She must have one. And what is it? It wasn't done by force. Asura. Very good. So comes the. So that's that's the point. Put a, put, a, put, a, put, a, put a period over here. So therefore, the source. If somebody would ask you, what's the source? That one witness is believed for tumah. Talud lamar ve'ed enba. Meaning she does not have two witnesses. Unless she has even one witness. And what does the Pasuk say? It was not done by force. And what is the saying? Asura. Meaning she has to get divorced and no ketubah. Good. That's how you know that for Tum'ah, one witness is believed. Right. Okay, now we get to the uh, to the subject over here. mehemam. I'll speak it out now like this. In that Torah we said, one witness is believed? To say Tum'ah? Good. How could the second witness come along and contradict the first witness? In case number one, we said, one witness says Tum'ah, the other witness says, How do we even take the second witness? 
הרי כאן שניים ואין דבריו של אחד במקום שניים whenever the Torah believes one witness he has a status of two witnesses so once already he comes along and testifies it's like you have two witnesses coming along to say what? that she did it so when the other one is so he's only one so it's two against one so therefore why is the Mishnah say she drinks she shouldn't drink once already the first witness comes you believe him and with the Torah is believing him like two so kol makom sheemina Torah edehad, he has a status of like two witnesses. So he mm-hmm. says what? She's guilty. Because well, like Torah does give a emanut to say she's not temeah. Torah gave a emanut on the temeah. So therefore, it's two against one. So therefore, therefore, why should she drink? It's not a sefik. It's not one against one. It's really, really logic. It's two against one. Mm-hmm. So you know what the Gemara comes along and says? So this ela marula tini lo aita shota. You're right. Change the text of the Mishnah. Lo aita shota. She wouldn't drink. She's guilty. Finish. Once that one witness comes along and says Timeah, it's over. Vikin Amar Bishak, Loaitashota. And the Bishak also had a text in the Mishnah, Loaitashota. Okay, so the very important uh uh Shita of Yev Ula the Bishak that they're making a text change in the Mishnah itself. No, 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 no. Keep the Mishnah like it is. Oh, the Bihaya, Kasha de Ula. Bottom line, the first witness is considered like two, so therefore it's two against one. So the Chaurai should be believed. Therefore she should not drink. Depends when they surface. Which means how Mishnah is talking about a case where they came simultaneously. Which is when both witnesses come simultaneously, so they're able to negate each other because they spoke tukkididibur. Which is the first guy says, next guy within tukkididibur, within a small amount of time, two seconds, he comes along and says, when they come together, the first testimony was never even accepted. It was knocked out of the box tukkididibur. Therefore, it goes back to being a sefik. Oh, but in the if they came at separate times, I agree with you. Then she would not drink, which is if the first witness came along and said, she did it. Right? It was accepted. Then somebody else surfaces, too late. So there's a question of Chayyah. Keep our Mishnah's text. Learn the cases talking about the Vatachat. But in the Chayyah, of Chayyah will concede in the case where they come to Zeh Harzeh, then they're ready to lose Shotah. Good? Comes the Gemara and says, Tanah. Okay. We have a case in our Mishnah. Case number two of our Mishnah. Right? One says Netmet, two say Lo Netmet. Hayta Shota. So what do we say in the uh, Mishnah? She drinks. Ha had vehad lo Hayta Shota. Tiyutad Rabbi Chaya. Which is we can make a diyuk from that case. What's the diyuk? Only because it's one, and then you had two that came along and said Lo Netmeah. So then the deen of the uh, Mishnah is what? The deen of the Mishnah said what? She drinks. Right? Only in that case. Mashma, that if it was only one and one, she would not drink. So the diuk works according to Ula's girsa of the Mishnah. Again. According to Ula's girsa of the Mishnah. What was the first case? One, one against one. No Aitashota. So the Gemara comes along and says, very good, I'll bring you the ayat to this, uh, this uh, opinion. Because look at the second case in the Mishnah. What's the second case in the Mishnah? The second case is where one said, Nitme'ah, and two came along and said, Lo Nitme'ah. So what do we say? Lo Aita. I'm sorry, we, in that case we said? Yeah. Yes. Right, makes sense she drinks. Okay? One comes along and says she's Nitmeh. Two come along and knock him out. Right? The two knocked him out. Which is, what do we say the case of? The two came along and said, hey, we were there with you. And it didn't happen. So therefore they're knocked out. So you're back to a Safik. So therefore the deen is what? She drinks. Mashma, that if it was just one against one, she would not drink. Only because it's one and then two does she drink. Mashma, if it was one and one, she does not drink. So from the diuk of that case, we want to prove that the Girsav Ula is correct. Look at Rashi now to understand the question a little better. You see Rashi ha had vehad. That's the diuk. Al korchach lo haita shota tana beresha. Rashi says had to be the text in the resha lo haita shota like Ola. Di haita shota ketani 
Because if you're going to learn like Rav Hayyah, what do you need the case number two for? Which means, let's speak it outside. If, if, if Rav Hayyah was right, that one against one, she drinks, like Al Mishnah. Do I need a case of one and then two comes along that she drinks? If you're telling me where one contradicted one, she drinks. Certainly when two contradicted one, she's going to drink. So they will quote Rav Hayyah, case number two is superfluous. But according to Ula, Ula will say, no, case number two is not for itself. The point of case number two is to make the diuk to tell me what case number one was talking about. And to tell me what? Then you're right. One, one when it says to man, two says, Lord, it may I, you're right. It's the she drinks. But I don't need it for that case. That case is Pashut. You know what I need it for? To tell me Dafka because there was two. Right? That's why she drinks. Mark, but if there's only one against one, she will not drink. So therefore, according to Ula, the second case is for the diuk. Whereas according to the Bhayyah, the second case is superfluous. If one against one she drinks, certain one against, certainly two against one she's going to drink. So that's the question they're leveling against the Bhayyah. What is the second case? The second case implication goes against the way you learned the text of the Mishnah. Mm-hmm. I said that again? Which means, according to the Bhayyah, the Bhayyah Mishnah as is, one against one she drinks. Oh, good. What's the second case of the Mishnah? Two against one, she drinks. Of course. No, again, two against one. One said Timah, two said Lonit Timah. In the first case, one against one, she drinks. Next case, two against one, she drinks. Peshita, uh, you just told me one against one, uh, she drinks. The two against one, uh, tell me she drinks. Well, then first two. Maybe she'd be all thin. No, no, no. Two, two are saying Lonit Timah. So specific. The two are coming on to say what you saw was nothing. So they, they negated. So negative, you're back to square zero. You're back to square one, you drink. Safik. So one and one. They're coming along and saying, listen, when you said that she was Nitma, you couldn't have seen it because we were there with you and it didn't happen. We don't know what happened before, we were there, we don't know what happened after. So it's back to Safik. They're not saying she was not Nitma conclusively. They're just saying what, what he saw didn't see. So it goes back to Safik. So if, yeah, case number two is not necessary. Well, I will come along and say, no, no, I agree. Case number two, you don't need it for itself. You know what you need it for? For the Duke. To tell me, Dafka, when it's two against one, she drinks. Masra, one against one, she doesn't. Exactly like the first case. So the second case is to come reveal to us what the first case is. That's the question they put against the Hayyah. So comes again and says, Amal Echad of Hayyah. Oh yeah, yeah, you want to go with Diyukim? Ema Sefa. Go to case number three. Shnaim Omnim Nitmet. Lehad Omed Lo Nitmet. Lo Aita Shota. Right? It's one against two. So what was the deal in the Mishnah? One against two, she doesn't drink. Mashmawad, ha'chad v'chad, aytashota. Mashmawad, one against one, she will drink. So you want to go with the yukim? The diyuk of the third case is with me, against you. So therefore, don't stop going with the diyuk. If you're going to start going with the yukim, yeah. you're going to run into bombs uh, as well. Okay? So he learns a hadut. Ve'ela kula b'fsule edut v'rabi ne'cham yahi. Okay, let's, let's, let's stop over here, outside, let's talk. And I want to say, case number one, leave it as it is. It's uh, like Mahlokit Ula, whether on the Girsa over there, one against one. Is it Shota or is it Lo Shota? Keep, keep that the same. We're not going to play with the first case. But the subsequent case, I mean, case number two and three, it's new cases over here. It's talking about Pisule Aidut. It's not talking about the conventional case that we thought it's talking about. What is Pisule uh, Aidut? So it's going to be based on. An opinion of Rabbi Nehamya. Okay? Now, what does Rabbi Nehamya say? So let's read the Nehamya inside for a second. The Tanya, Rabbi Nehamya Omer, Kol makom she'emina Torah edihad. It's a very important cloud. Anytime the Torah believes one witness, for example, in this case of by Edut of Nitme'ah, you see the Torah believes one witness? Halach achar rov de'ot. You're going to go against, you're going to go with the rule, always following the majority of opinions. That means if you're going to have two women against one man, it would be like two men against one, one man. Let me tell you this outside. In regular testimony, you have two, two men that come along, two kosher men, right? They say uh, guilty, whatever, whatever, they say a testimony. One comes against them. Do you believe the one against the two? Of course not. Two witnesses. There's nothing strong in the world than two witnesses. Correct? Now that's in a normal uh, testimony. But over here, it's not normal testimony because here the Torah is telling us we accept anybody. 
I'll accept an Eved, a Shifcha, one witness. So you see, Obed, this is a quasi testament. The Torah Obed, is lenient even to accept one witness. So what does that show you? The whole thing is watered down. So the Hamiyat comes on and says a fantastic Hadush. You have to know a cloud. Any time the Torah accepts one witness for a testament like Edut of Nitme'ah, then already you go with majority of opinions. Which means, let's say I have two ladies coming along and saying Nitme'ah. And one man, one kosher man, one, not a, but one kosher head, which we normally be a kosher head, comes as Lord Nitme'ah, I go with majority opinions. I take the two ladies' opinion over the one kosher man's opinion. That's the Nehemiah. Because you see already, a man laid equal footing over it. Because already we accept the testimony of uh, ladies. We accept the testimony of one witness. So therefore, once you're saying that, learn the second case of the Mishnah. The second case is, one lady comes along. I'm sorry. One man comes along and says, Nitme'ah. Okay, one man. You're just one man. Two ladies come along and say, Lo nitme'ah. We're going to take the two ladies' testimony seriously. And therefore what? When they come along and say, Lo nitme'ah, it knocks off the first guy, back to square one, drink. Even if the guy's not pasul. Even if the guy's not pasul. Right, that's the point. Very key point you just said. Even if the first guy's not pasul. Doesn't matter now. Because we're in a testimony over here that men and ladies are equal. You go with Rof De'ot. Case number three will be two ladies said, one man came along and said, go with majority. Majority is what? You go with the two, the two ladies over there that says, don't drink. Right? They said, they didn't do it. So that's a So the second and third case of not being sent for Diyukim. You only got to go on to Diyukim if you don't need them for themselves. But no, I need it for itself. You know why? Because it's teaching me the deen of the Nehemiah. Okay, now that's the first way of learning the Nehemiah. But there's Ika de Amri over here. Ika de Amri. Kol hecha de ata ed had kasher meikara afilu meanashim namek ed had damyan. Oh, new way of learning the Nehemiah. When he gave his deen over there, he never put ladies stronger than one witness, who's a man. Which means, when you have an Eid Kashir, even if you have a hundred ladies against an Eid Kashir, it's like one against one. The hundred, we don't count Rav De'ot against an Adam Kashir. That's the second way of learning of Nehemiah. Understand the difference? Which means, in the first version, I don't care what it is. Ish Kashir, Rav De'ot, count the heads, count the opinions. Second Chita says, no, 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 you don't go with Rav De'ot. Only when everybody's pasul. When everybody in the mix is pasul, you count up the de'ot. Mashigan, if you have an Adam Kashir in there, Edehad, let's say an Ish, he comes and has one opinion, and you have a hundred ladies against him, you don't take the opinion of the hundred ladies. It's considered what? The hundred ladies are considered like one testimony, and it's one against one. Also, then what's the case over here? Be'acha uh, in case number two, it's not that a man came first, like we learned in the first version. It's a lady came first. So one lady came along and said, Teme'ah. Two ladies came along and said, Lonitme'ah. Two ladies, yes. Two, la- ladies, according to this. And then one lady came along, oh, Pasulim. That's the point. One lady came along and said, Teme'ah. Uh, she's, she's one. Two came along and said, Lo. So it's again. Uh, two against one. By Opisulim, you go with De'ot, and therefore they cancel each other out, therefore she drinks. Case number three is going to be, again, all Pisulim. Case number three is going to be, two ladies come along and say, Teme'ah, right? One lady is going to come along and say, Lonitme'ah. No, you go with the two ladies. But not a case, if a man came, it throws the whole dynamic off. Mm. According to this verse, that's what the Gibran says. And learn the Nehemiah's rule like this. Like in our case, whenever the Torah believes one witness, go after the but what? Two ladies against one lady. Initially, we learned two ladies against one man. No, no, we're not doing that anymore. This version of two ladies against one lady. Ladies against lady. That's only when you go with Rav Deot. However, about Shtenashim Ishahad. 
but two ladies against one man, ki palga upalga dami. That's already palga upalga. That's already a split. That's already safik. Now, I'm going to explain to you what the safik means. Look at that she, that she explains to us, ki palga upalga dami. Kiloma. Ki had vehad. Now we have to analyze the case. When did they come? Vi bivat ahat atu. Let's say you have the two, two ladies and one man. Okay? They came to the betin together. Simultaneously. Uki tre libadehad ukmi asifika. Well, if they come uh, together, so therefore the two ladies is like one. So it's one against one. What's the law when one, one, one against one come together at the same time? They cancel each other out, and you have a safik. Okay, that's, that's, that's one case. So far, so good? The ibizeh harze. Oh, but let's say they come one after each other. Let's say the man came first. Now once the man comes first, he's believed like two. So he, they're considered like two. Then the two ladies show up, they're like one. Good. But let's say the two ladies came first and said nitma'ot. Then later on, in different testimony, not the same time, one witness came and said, Because it's had the had. And the Mishnah was talking about where indeed they were a. Everybody was Pisulim. So therefore, all that she's giving you a case. Which one? The first one? Both cases. Case number two and three. Case number two and three, where you have two witnesses against one, or one witness against two, was all Pisulim. Meaning, case number two, one lady came along and said, Nitbi'ah. Two ladies came along and said, Lo Nitbi'ah. How did you see it? We were there with you, wasn't, didn't happen. So therefore the two, we go off the oh, The two canceled the one, you back to square zero, therefore you, she drinks. Case number two would be two said Nitbi'ah. Two ladies said Nitbi'ah. One lady said Lo Nitbi'ah. Two against one, go off the Uncle Saul Pesulim over here. Nitbi'ah, she does not drink. Oh, but if there was a man involved, then you have, you have one of three scenarios. If there, were, if there was a man involved, it's not the Mishnah. If there was a man involved, she speaks out three scenarios. Scenario number one would be, if the one man and the two ladies came together in the court. So it's one against one, because it's simultaneous, you cancel each other out, she drinks. If the man came first, man came first, she's like two. Then the ladies came, I don't care, hundred ladies like one. It's two against one, you believe the man. If the ladies came first, two, then the man came so that's uh, two against uh, two. So it uh, cancels each other's out, and therefore it puts you back in a sefik. So that's the case. When a man comes, you don't go with rov deot. Right? Then it depends on exactly who came first, if they came together or not. But there's one more question that has to be analyzed over here, and that question is as follows. Basically, it's coming out. You're telling me two superfluous cases in Amishnah. Case number two and three are basically teaching me the same rule. When they're pisulim, you go after Rav Deot. So the first case was what? When you have one lady, says Tema'ah, and then you have two ladies, that say Lo you go with the two ladies. Right? Case number three. When you have two ladies that say Tema'ah, and you have one lady that says Lo you go with the two ladies. So basically you have case two and three teaching the same deen. So that's what the Gemara comes along and says, Now, What do you need two cases of teaching you Pisulim Aidut? Understand that the, the, the point is, uh, is driven in already. Maybe I'll say I only go after Rov Deot Lechumrah to make her drink. Which is case number two is Hidush. Tell me what? That when the two witnesses come along and say she didn't do it, therefore I say we believe them to make her drink. So maybe I only take Rov Deot Lechumrah to make her drink. But maybe in the Kula, no. Kamash by case number three, that even the Kula, in case of me, she doesn't drink. What she's doing, the two women come along and says, let's get a divorce. That's considered the Kula. We're not going to make her drink. So the Hadushi, you need one for the Humrah and one for the Kula. Kamash but even in that case as well. Now there's one more point that has to be spoken out over here on this uh, surah. So that's basically this surah. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's basically if you want to get the skeleton. You have three cases in the Mishnah. Case number one, it's Mahluk al Ula and what the proper text should be in that case. Ula learned, it's Ihad, it's one against one. Well, once, once one already is, came into Betin, one is like two. 
So therefore he's accepted. So therefore, once the second guy comes in, Loi Tashota, she does not drink. That's going to be his Hach Gersa as well. Well, Hayat came along and said, no, 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 you can learn that case, one keep one. it. It's, it's one against one, but they came together. Mm-hmm. Came together. But in the Khalif, they came uh, at different times, then already, right, we accepted the first guy, then already Loi uh, Tashota. Good. Good. Uh, and now, we went about case two and three. So the, the Gemara basically said that case two and three, the Diyukim, are contradictory, which means the diuk of case number two is four ula, the diuk of case number three is really four ula fayya. So then if I ask, you know what, don't get involved with case number two and three for themselves. For, 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 for the way it's written. Uh, learn it is a hadush for the Nehamya. And there's two ways to learn of Nehamya. Either Nehamya is saying that what? That once you have a case where one witness is believed, so then you go, I don't care who the witnesses are. Even if the one of the witnesses is a cashier, even if it's one man against two women, the two women. Have rubbed the Second, and learn all the cases like that. And say, no, 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 no. I didn't go that far. Rav Hayyad just said, you go with Rav when everybody's pistolim. But in the club, there's a man involved, and it becomes like, paga, paga. But there's one uh, 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 question over here that Rashi uh, says over here. Rashi brings a question like this. In, in Rav Hayyad's attack against Ula, he came along and said, you bring me Diyukim? I'll bring you Diyuk from case, uh, from case number three. Right? What was this Diyuk? It says, you have two witnesses come along and said, Nitme'ah. One witness has come along and says, Lo Nitme'ah. What is that? Lo, lo Shota. Mashma, only because it's one against two. But if it was one against one, Shota. Ah, so you see, uh, you know, you see, see a duke uh, like me. So comes that she over here and speaks out like this. Oh. Let's go slow. And what was the duke the other way? Against Rav uh, Hayah from case number two. Let's speak out that uh, that case. One case says one says nitmet. Two come along and say, "Hey, we were with you over there. Nothing happened at that time, right?" So that's mashma. Because two against one, mashma one against one. Look like that shota, right? So uh, seemingly on that question that they're asking, uh, according to the uh, Bihayah, that she says Rav Hayah could have answered at that point. He could have answered that the reason uh, why uh, the Mishnah says Shota, uh, it's talking about, we could say the case is talking about that it was at different times. It was at different times, which means uh, one witness came along and said, Nistera, uh, we saw it. We saw she did the Nitma'ah. She knew Nitma'ah, one uh, witness, right? Two witnesses came along after that and come along and say, no, 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 we, if they came at separate times, so that's why I'll tell you that what? The deen of the Mishnah is going to be Shota. Uh, so you're going to bring me the Duke, Had Vehad, yeah, Had Vehad, when they come at separate times, Lo'ayta Shota. Which is learned the cases, talking about when they came at separate times, even if Hayah agrees if they came at separate times, the testimony is accepted. So the Gemara, the she points out, says, no, we can't learn that case where they came at separate times. It's not master like that. Why? Because it's master they came together, because they saw it together. So usually when they see something together, they're going to come to the Beitin together. So the case is talking about where they came, Bivatahat. And still the deen of the Mishnah is going to be, when they came, Bivatahat, the deen in the second case is what? Shota. Mashma, if they came one and one together, so therefore, she's just saying they couldn't answer Rav Hayah when they asked that question that's talking about that they didn't come together as much, but the case even when they came because they saw it together. So when they saw it together, they came together. And therefore, the question the Gibbala was, so they came together as Only when they came together was two against one. But if they came together one against one, question against Rav Hayah. That's what Rav Hayah came with. Good, good question on me, by the way. But I'll bring you a question from the third Diyuk, from the Diyuk of the third case. Yeah, you can't answer me. You know what? Don't go with Diyukim. Go with the cases themselves of teaching me Hadushim. What are the cases of Hadushim they teach me? By the Hamya, the Gedin of Psudet, each one according to its version. Hadran Alach, Mishikine. Baruch Adwani Ola. Amen, Amen, Amen.